Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, my name is Denise Eckert and I'm from the Relaxation Lounge. And I love coming on here and sharing different techniques and ideas and things that you can do to lower the stress in your life. Now, and I love bringing on different guests. And today I've got Heather Cairns Hodgson, and she's known as the self-love-up guru. She's also a best-selling author, a yoga teacher, and a wellness coach. So welcome, Heather. Thank you. It's lovely to be here, Denise. I appreciate being now, here. I love the subject self-love because it's such a buzzword right now. So can you explain what self-love really is? Well, great question, because it's not actually what I think maybe we were taught to think it is when we were growing up. Often we might think of it as something that's vain or egotistical. Um, if we put ourselves first, we're being shallow or... or um, uh, anyhow, it simply it wasn't taught in my generation. And what I view self-love to be, it's, um, you know, sometimes it's messy, it's scary, it's courageous. It's being honest enough and brave enough to speak up for ourselves. It's, it's knowing that we have to etch out time in our schedules for self-care. We need to face our our demons sometimes and and yet do all of that in a way that is accepting loving tender and kind and that's it's it's kind of a big deal but it's pretty simple yeah yeah it is simple but a lot of people don't practice it so why do people struggle with the idea of self-love well you know it's, it can be different for everybody to be honest Often it's something that we're taught in childhood. For some people, they were taught to view um, self-love as a, um, you know, kind of, as I said, a way of being uh, vain. Maybe some belief structures or religious structures might shy away from the, from the concept of self-love. And for women, we are not taught to self-love in, in, in the way that I understand self-love. We're, we're taught to put others first, and we're taught to kind of neglect our needs because we are meant to put others first. We're often seen as the nurturers, the caregivers, and... Um, you know, and we can be really critical of ourselves when we're struggling to meet those needs, especially as an adult, you know, struggling to meet those needs that we perceive we're supposed to be meeting of others and that big long to-do list. And then we don't know where to fit ourselves in that picture. So I think that's a big struggle 
for women as adults. And it is because I'm I'm with you. Like we were not taught that. And I do remember my mom who's passed since then, but she'd struggled too. I mean, she had a lot of on her plate. And I don't remember her ever taking time for herself. And on the other hand, my dad went hunting. My dad had the garage. He'd go out to the garage to get peace away from all of us. And there was a lot of things, you know, he'd go for a canoe ride or a walk. And my mom would never do these things. She would never give herself that peace and time alone just to be herself. And there's a couple of times where now thinking back, there's a lot of times where she was quite miserable, you know, because you're on your last straw. And that's really, really hard to, you know, balance everything all the time. So what are the steps people can take if they want to start introducing self-love into their lives? Well, I think that, um, you know, I have kind of three little takeaways that I was thinking about for our chat today. And one of them, the first one would be like, learn to give yourself permission to heal and self-love. Because, you know, I know a lot of your audience is busy entrepreneurial women. And especially that demographic, we are busy we are often overscheduled, we're stressed, um, we might be multitasking careers and family or caregiving parents or neighbors and friends. It, you know, the list just goes on and on. So we, we feel this need, we, we've kind of sold a lie. We have this super heroine image that, that we're to do it all. And we push harder, we do more, we multitask. And yet when we push, through um, our days like that, we we don't save room for that critical healing and self-care and those self-love routines that actually support us in filling some of the aspects of our business and our success in our lives. So we must figure out, be willing to figure out, recognize that we have to figure out and make it a priority. How can we fit in these little, even moments, um, there has to be space for us because it becomes critical. It's critical to our success. So that leads me to, to my next point is like, start right where you are. Um, you don't have to, don't wait till you finished your to-do list. Uh, don't wait for that next momentous momentum to, to happen. Don't wait till you lose weight. Don't wait till you do all the things like start now we stop holding ourselves at bay from from feeling like we deserve a rest or we deserve self-love and nurturing and we do that as women we we think oh when i get that done then i can have some me time and so we really have to shift that so so make that another priority that shifting the decision that you're you're going to start to put yourself first start by saying no more um you know and so like figure how you can schedule that in like i literally when i was very very busy in in my work i would literally schedule creative blocks and downtime blocks into my calendar I put them in there. Nobody else is going to put them in there for me. And it's statistically proven that that um, those who 
make space like that in their calendar, they are um, giving themselves time. They become more productive. They become more creative and, and ultimately more sec- successful. And, uh, and then a third point that I would share is um, that we would um, slip in what I call self-love mini love-up moments. And these seem like these just little bite-sized things. And I, and I know at first when I mention it, it might not seem like it's going to do a lot, but it really makes a difference. So for example, if you work in a, in a, a busy household or, you know, even as entrepreneurs, sometimes we're working a couple jobs. So whether you're, you're working busy at home or you're working busy in an office environment or you have studio space, pause, take a moment before you make a phone call, before you make an important decision, simply pause and do what I call um, hand over heart breath. It's very simple. It happens. It can happen quickly. It takes just a few moments. You place your one or both hands over your heart. Close your eyes if you feel comfortable doing so. You know, if you're in an environment where you can do that and just, you know, take a breath in, flush it out. Do that again. Flush it out. One more. You know, by that third breath, an ease starts to come in. And there's something um, biologically connected when we place our hand over the heart center, that that set of neurons and um, cells and tissues right in this area, there's a, there's a connection. There's a, a, a centering inward. So that's one mini moment we can take. The other, take a walk on lunch. And I, I heard you mention that you're mother didn't take walks for herself or so like do that you're busy great I hope you take a lunch break you need to take a lunch break take a walk outside um and another one could be uh you know if you're sitting in a busy desk I'm I'm peeking out a window right now look out the window get around nature these pauses, these moments. I I worked with a woman who never had any time for mindfulness or meditation. I said, that's okay. The kids are running around. Do you take a bath in the morning? Do you take a shower in the morning? She said, yes, that's my only me time. I said, perfect. Make that your me time. Meditate. Just pause one minute of meditation um, or mindfulness or just stillness can completely change the orientation of your entire day. So those those little things, just those kind of three small little things, or even more, if you think of your own, bring those in and give it to yourself every day. And over time, you see changes. Absolutely. And that's what I love about what you said, because I mean, I'm creating a mobile app with relaxation practices on it. And they're all short and sweet. Like, People think that, oh, if you're going to do practice, it's an hour, it's a, you know, it's a long process. Well, it doesn't have to be, you know, yes. Sometimes I know when I had my dog, I'd go for a walk and there'd be times where I almost didn't want to come back because once I was out there, I was out there, but you know, there's other things that we can do just to settle our souls, settle our minds, bring us back in alignment. And um, are there any other practices that you can share with us that you like to do? 
you know, I find that um, my mental health and anxiety and stress really can connect to what I'm eating, what I'm eating and whether or not I'm getting out and exercising. And that doesn't have to be, um, you know, a shift. If I, if I find that I've really drifted, uh, taking my time to get back into a healthier eating regime and a healthier exercise regime is probably going to be more sustainable in the long term than just jumping in cold turkey. That's it. I quit junk food. I'm going in. So what I mean by that is start small, you know, add a couple more salads into your week, back off some of the, the cookies, take those walks at lunchtime. And if you can't, um, you know, if you can't get to some kind of a fitness or exercise program, walk, walk. Yeah. And I love that the food thing too, because I know for myself, just thinking of what you're going to eat, preparing it, and then enjoying it. It's a whole process. Like if you're with the fast food, you grab it, you shove it down, you're not digesting it properly because you really haven't prepared your body for the digestion because you're not preparing it. And it's a whole different ball game and it gives you that time to enjoy your food. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I understand that you are a best-selling author. Do you want to speak a little bit about your book? Um, well, I was very fortunate enough to be a part of a book collaboration in 2019. It's a, it's a collaboration of stories of triumph over trauma with 12 other authors. And so I have a, um, a chapter written in that and it became a best-selling uh, book and it is available through Amazon. And um, yeah, it, it's called Awakened the Magic Within Triumph Over Trauma. So people could could search that out and find it. And uh, and I'm actually writing a self-help book that has been a few years in the process and I'm getting very, very close. And uh, it's all about self-love and the journey and the way I got there and, and recommendations of how other people could try. Yeah. Now, is that more of a, um, a biography or is it more of a workbook or a little bit of both? It's kind of both. It, or do, do you know yet? <laughs> no, I know. It's it's like I I'm very close. Uh, my published date. I'm I'm really hoping uh, will be sometime in 2023. I have got a deadline for May 2023 to be personally ready for print, and it's been through. Like I've paid professionals for an editorial assessment. I've now gone through editing it numerous times. And so I find I work good on, so that's back to the busy entrepreneur side. I work great when I give myself a deadline. Um, I've come to learn, give myself sensible deadlines. And I feel like that uh, May, 2023, I will be kind of handing it off to um, possibly a, a self-printing publication company or um, seeking out an agent, but either way. Yeah. You know, and I, I do follow you on social media and you're just so relaxed. You're so happy. Just the things you're out there doing, you know, a lot of things in nature and it's just, 
I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but it's, I feel for you. It's a wonderful, you know, there's just an aura about what you're doing all the time that just feels so happy. I love it. Oh, (laughs) thank you. Thank you. Well, I mean, we're, I just here, I keep showing up, you know, and I'm open and I'm ready to keep learning. Even though I've I've got this, this book, I'm hoping it'll be about 200 pages from start to finish by the time it's in print format. Um, And I'm reading through it uh, every time I'm editing and I'm going, wow, I've still grown since then. But I I think we have a lifelong journey to, to pursue our, our greatness and keep evolving and, Keep digging deeper. Now, what brought you along this path of being a wellness coach? Oh, I mean, that that's that's the loaded question. I mean, I, I'm a survivor of um, you know, some issues through childhood, some some trauma and abandonment, and then uh, some toxic relationships through through my late teens and early adult years. And I I don't know what it was about me that I didn't give up and I just found the strength to keep going and I was open to finding um, healing. I reached out in a lot of different ways. I did a ton of reading and those things kind of just spurred me on into the wellness industry. And I always seem to have a natural knack for doing healing work. So I, I ended up pursuing in various numerous certifications in in all kinds of things in the wellness industry. And that was my journey. That's been my journey, continues to be my journey. I think if I could learn to heal myself and feel, um, you know, and it wavers. It's an it's a never-ending journey. But if I can overcome what I've overcome, I believe other people can. And I'm not for everybody, but for those who I'm right for, uh, you know, it, it's a, it's generally, we know when it's a good fit and yeah. Now, what kind of people do you work with? Um, so I do work generally with women. I do sometimes occasionally work with men, but mostly it's women and often entrepreneurial women. Uh, these are women who are quite smart they um they have often put others before themselves in their lives uh, many women are are i would say kind of in their 40s and and older there's there's um perhaps it's the coming of age and where we start to recognize and have a sense of ourselves enough to know that we can start to take care of ourselves more. Absolutely. I love that. So I understand you have a free meditation on your website. Do you want to speak about that a little bit? Yeah. Oh, okay. It is lovely. It's called a loving body meditation and it is available at, you just go to my website. It's selfloveguru.com and just scroll down we'll have a look around on the website but if you scroll to the bottom you'll see a little image of somebody sitting in kind of a meditation and uh, there's a free 15 minute meditation there and um yeah I, I really enjoyed it it's it's a little bit like a yoga nidra in some ways which 
means we will focus through the body and just send love into the cells and the tissues throughout the body. And it's very relaxing. (laughs) Sounds amazing. Now, do you do a morning routine for yourself? My question. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even have to prepare for this one. I absolutely do. Um, I'm I'm a morning person now. I did not used to be, but I am a morning person. So I get up early. Um, I do my best to stay off of devices and social media uh, for as long as I can in the morning. I find that that is more beneficial. I drink a glass of hot water in the morning. I sit quietly. If there's stars out, I look at the stars for a little while. We have a little doggy right now. So often walking the dog uh, for a good 10, 15, sometimes 20 minutes in the morning, just getting some fresh air. Uh, then come in and I will, um, you know, maybe move my body a little bit and, and just, I find if I give myself more time by getting up earlier in the morning, I have an easeful start to the day and I get in those self-care practices, including um, maybe a little bit of self-massage prior to or after my bathing um, or some dry brush scrubbing, some little things like that, that I would never have had time for before. So that's, those things kind of are like just a part of my life now. Awesome. Okay. We're going to wrap this up. Is there something that you want the audience to walk away with today? Final note of wisdom. (sighs) Listen, I think we all want, um, happiness and a sense of belonging. I think being nurturing, tender, and kind to ourselves more often is going to bring more of that into our lives. So please give yourself permission to do that. And I love saying too, like, you know, if you're happy, your partner's happier, your kids are happier, your spouse is happier, everybody around you is happier. So, I mean, it does, you know, happiness does spread out. So it's uh, very important in our lives. So Heather, well, thank you so much. So if anybody has any questions for Heather, I will be putting her information wherever you're listening or watching this. So thank you so much, Heather. Wonderful information. And I do look forward to your book being published. And uh, yeah, when when that does come out, just give me a bump and I'll promote it on my social media so everybody can take a look as well. Oh, that'll be great. You'll you'll definitely hear from me. Awesome. Great. Well, thank you for listening and see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace and I'll see you in the next episode.